This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. Healthcare workers in Cork will receive their COVID vaccines at Porky Cueve today and tomorrow. The centre opened this morning for the rollout of jabs. This is how we reported that story in our morning bulletins. Vaccinations will be rolled out to 600 people in Porky Cueve today and tomorrow. The centre is opening its doors for the first time today with 30 booths in operation and a maximum capacity of 3,000 people. All frontline healthcare workers are set to be vaccinated by the end of March and many of the remaining healthcare workers in Cork will be vaccinated over the next two days. Staff at the Porky Cueve Centre will begin vaccinating Group 4 next week, those classed as being at a very high risk of severe COVID. Assistant Coordinator of Nursing Aoife O'Connell is heading up the rollout in Porky Cueve and has been telling Red FM News what people can expect. So don't be nervous. <laughs> we want to see everyone come through the doors as happily as possible um, and we're trying to make it as smooth as everyone needs it to be. Um, they can find the information on the HSE website, um, which is probably the best place to get accurate information. And um, they will receive a text message from their appointment, which will highlight everything that they need to know before coming anyway. Um, and it's a very simple process in replying to that. Um, and then they can just turn up on the day and hopefully it'll be very smooth. A man is due in court in Bandon next month after he was charged with PUP fraud. Gadi say the man was living in an Asian country while claiming the benefit last year. Here's how that story was covered in our morning bulletins. A man has been arrested and charged in relation to fraudulent pandemic unemployment payment claims in West Cork. The man in his 30s was arrested yesterday after he was believed to have been making the claims while living in southern Asia during 2020. Gardaí say the man is believed to have claimed over €6,000. The man was detained at Bandon Garda Station and has since been charged. He's due to appear at Bandon District Court on April 15th. The pandemic unemployment payment is paid on the condition that the recipient lives in Ireland. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie. I'm Rory on Sports and Republic of Ireland boss Stephen Kenny says there are positives to take from their defeat to Serbia last night. Their 3-2 loss in Belgrade means that Kenny's now gone nine games without a win as Ireland boss. Cork's Alan Brown opened the scoring with James Collins netting the second. Next up is the home clash with Luxembourg on Saturday. Kenny says he's very pleased with aspects of their play from last night. Not patting ourselves in the back because we've lost tonight, but a lot of the players they give everything in themselves and their attitude was was excellent and we're just very very disappointed to lose and we have to rally and put a strong performance in on Saturday and try and get a, a victory at home. Tonight, Northern Ireland, Scotland and England get their campaigns underway. Northern Ireland begin their Group C campaign away to Italy, that's in Parma. Scotland host Austria, that's in Group F. And England take on San Marino in their Group I opener in Wembley. They all kick off tonight at 7.45. And in golf, after defeats yesterday, both Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry will be hoping to bounce back on day two of the WTC match play in Texas. McIlroy takes on Lanto Griffin just before 7 o'clock Irish time. Shane Lowry faces John Ram at 8 o'clock. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily. I spoke with uh, grieving relatives of the late Liam Manley, who were on air with me, uh, his brother and his niece, with regards to the updated news that the man who killed their loved one um, by throwing him down a chute had his murder conviction quashed uh, in the Court of Appeal. So it changes from murder to manslaughter. Um, It'll be before the courts again for sentencing. 
but it prompted calls from family members. Uh, and at the time, I was endeavouring to have a look at the court reports um, because this happened late on the show yesterday. And I had a long, long read them when I got off the air, just recapping on the events that led to the death of Liam Manley in May of 2013. But somebody who was very much across it at the time, um, the death, the investigation and the court cases, uh, was Barry Rhodes, Southern correspondent for the Irish Times, and I asked him to take a closer look at, for us, look at it for us this morning. And he has done so and joins me by phone. Barry, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing? This was at the Garden City Apartments on the North Main Street in May 2013. Um, and it was a gathering in one of those apartments. Uh, apparently, it would have been in O'Loughlin's apartment, wouldn't it? Yes, just to sort of set the, the scene for people. Thank you. In terms of where we are at the moment, there have been four significant uh, criminal events, this was, or proceedings uh, in relation to this. There was a trial back in 2013 in May. And at that, David Lockley was convicted of the murder of Liam Manley, sorry, in 2015, my apologies, the actual killing took place in May, May 2013. Yeah, yeah. There was an appeal of that in February 2018 and David O'Loughlin won that and overturned the conviction for murder. It then went to a retrial in January 2019. He was again convicted of murder and then he appealed that and this week we've had that second appeal and that uh, murder conviction has been overturned and it's been substituted by a manslaughter conviction. So that's the sort of legal sequence and obviously because it's still before the courts, I'm going to very much stick to what was said during those proceedings yeah. and not veer from that. Yeah. So just to go back to the original trial which I covered here in Cork in 2015, uh, Lee Manley, he was a native from Baker's Road in Gronabraher, um, but the man uh, had an alcohol problem unfortunately and uh, He'd been homeless and he'd been living with Simon on the Boring Manor Road for a number of years. On the night in question, which would have been May of the 12th, 2013, uh, the trial heard how he was uh, in the Dawn Square area around, uh, I think, three in the morning. And uh, David Lachlan came out to McDonald's. He didn't know him, but engaged in conversation and invited him back to his apartment in City Gate. Uh, or in, sorry, in City Gardens, my apologies. Um because he himself, uh, he said he knew what it was to be homeless. So we heard in that trial before Mr Justice uh, Paul Carney at Central Criminal Court in Cork, one of the key witnesses was a chap called uh, David O'Mani, and he called to the apartment as well later that morning, about 6am, and he told how David O'Loughlin uh, offered him a drink, but he didn't introduce him to this older man who was there, and he described him as being 50 to 60. He looked elderly and homeless. He had a grey beard and was a small man. He said there were a few words over the course of 15 to 20 minutes, and then O'Loughlin called Mr. Manley a kiddie fiddler, a paedophile. Now, it should be said at this point, Detective Sergeant Shane Bergen gave evidence that trial that Gary had checked that out, and there was nothing, absolutely nothing, to support that, mm. or no evidence of that. So um, there was no indication of that. But... Um, he then, O'Loughlin, began to hit uh, Liam Manley and Mr Manley didn't react. He punched him in the face. He well closed fist, but uh, there were full force blows. He said heavy fun punches into the face, as far as I can remember. The man didn't defend himself at all. He just sat there as Mr O'Loughlin continued to hit him. After four or five punches, David O'Manley stood up and said stop, but he, O'Loughlin told him to sit down and mind his own business and he was looking fairly angry at the time. He said then O'Loughlin picked up the man and holding him up, brought him out of the apartment. He didn't go out, but he heard a metal shutter closing. And when O'Loughlin came back in a few minutes, uh, Mr. Manley wasn't there. And uh, O'Loughlin told him he'd gone down the drain. And he said, I didn't know what it meant. I continued to drink. Um, so that was the evidence of David O'Loughlin, which was um, obviously... Or sorry, David O'Manley, my apologies, mm. which was important in, the, in that trial. We heard as well from Dr. Margaret Bolster, 
um, I suppose I should say the poor man who went down the chute head first and his body was discovered the following day when one of the maintenance men, Francis Ford, was asked to clear the um, the chute and he started rotting it and uh, to the shock and horror, uh, a body came out. Mm. The body seemed was preserved. Dr. Margaret Bosa carried out post-mortem. We heard from her um, during that trial that the cause of death was a combination of mechanical asphyxia, pressure asphyxia and lack of oxygen. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra.